I put 5k in an account. Mm-hmm. Just in a personal account. I was like, let's see what I can do. First day, 5k to 17k. Second day, 17k to 40k. Boom. 40k to 100k. Come on. Three days. Sheesh. So I flipped 5k to 131k in front of my boy within three days. Three years ago, you couldn't even afford a one like how much is it 200 dollars subscription yeah like how did you get to this point right off the bat i had 100k funding smashed a 30k day wow first day sheesh yeah you wasn't playing no nah, nah. you came ready yeah yeah <laughs> 30k day boom let the account sit withdrew up next i got like two more accounts 23k 23k boom. 46k in a day boom boom hell no we're not done Job's not it. finished. We just getting started, bro. You know, this journey at 20 years old. How is this your life now? I'm telling you, I had the craziest months of my life where finally, like everything I had dreamed of before, like anything I wanted, I purchased. Uh, any anything I could imagine of anywhere I wanted to go, I flew out to. Any anywhere I wanted to eat, I went to go eat at. Yeah. Anyone I wanted to take out, I took out. Like it. It was just so easy. I got to a point where I realized, like. None of it was fulfilling me. You know? That's powerful. I don't know how to take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. So when I hear, oh, you can't do this, you can't have this, you're not good enough for this, I'm like, no, there's another way. When you have people come to you and, and they're throwing their heart out, they're throwing their emotions out to you, what do you tell them, bro? You have to push yourself more than anybody could ever push you. Like Everybody in my circle gets pushed by me mm. because I know we all have more to give. I like being the underdog. I like being the guy who people are going to bet against because I'm going to make them go bankrupt. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, a new trader in the building. We're in the studio. Got a special guest in the building all the way from L.A., man. Born and raised in L.A., man. Come on, man. All the way over from the West Coast to the East Coast in the Trail 5. What's up, Ali? What's up, bro? I feel good, bro. What's up? All right, I'm chilling, man. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. You in the building. So let me tell you this, man. Um, so you first came to my attention from an Instagram reel. Like, I know you get that a lot. You have these motivational Instagram reels that was on my Explorer page, and it was like 20K in drawdown, and then swoop, and then everything in profit. And then you got the motivational music, like just, <laughs> just speaking about like something that got to do with when you down, and then it just flips. So it's like, for you... This journey at 20 years old, how has this came to fruition? Like, how is this your life now? It's been it's been very interesting because I've gone through like different phases of it. Obviously, I think all the failures have really set me up to to reach a point where I'm able to handle things a lot better in life. Like growing up, I was very impatient. I was always very frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was always very upset. But going through like this niche, this workspace has it it requires me to be more patient and be more understanding and it gives me a long-term outlook on life mm-hmm. so whenever i lose i lose whatever it doesn't matter if i lost 10,000 20,000 30,000 on a trade like i'm like that's going in the long-term investment bank it's going to come back 10 times more mm. and so it's always been trying to approach things with that mark with like that mindset mm-hmm. and also understanding that i don't even consider it a loss like at the end of the day, as long as I keep going, mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't lose in the end. As long as I come out on top, yeah. You know? I love the way, and I mentioned the reels because it's encouraging. You know, a lot of times we're online and we see the finished product, right. 
right. we see the prophets. And I love the way you use the motivational tunes to create a story and you show where you started and you saw, and then you show what you had to go through the drawdown and then you show the end result. I love that. So when you think about your journey, you're 20 years old. Like when do you turn 21? April. In April. April 28th. Yeah. April 28th. Are you Aries? Taurus. Taurus. Oh, so you just kind of fell off there. So I'm April 11th. So I'm a, I'm oh, a okay, Aries. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So April, baby. So you turn 21 next year. Yeah. Okay. So how, like, when did you start? Like, I started trading? when I was 17. Okay. So I started October 2020. October 2020. Yeah. Through IML? No, I actually didn't. I uh, had heard about it. I was at track practice and some guy who does IML tried to get me to sign up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I honestly just saw right through it and I couldn't afford it. That was like mm. the main thing is I couldn't afford to sign up for IML. So I bought some like random course online, which mm. honestly probably was worse for me because that course was, that guy turned out to be like one of the biggest scam artists out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So three years ago, you couldn't even afford a one, like how much is it? $200 subscription yeah. to IML. And now fast forward three years, you're 20 and you're sitting 20K and draw, 10K and drawdown. How in the world does that come on, bro? Like how how is your mind growing so fast to not be emotional with those type of like you're, bro? Like, do you get what I'm saying here? Like, like I that think... is phenomenal. Like, how did you get to this point? What's up, traders? It's your boy Calvin, a new trader here. We're gonna get right back to this interview in just a second. But so many people are asking me, Calvin, are you still gonna be trading with prop firms given all of this stuff that's going on? And are you still funded? And will you get new challenge accounts? And my answer to all of those questions is absolutely yes. Now, this is my personal opinion. I truly believe that trading for prop firms is still a great way to get that capital up and you can take some of that capital and put it into your personal account and start building it from there. So personally, I just started another funded challenge with Blue Guardian. And the reason I rock with Blue Guardian and the reason I recommend Blue Guardian is for so many reasons. But number one is their ability to offer us a tool that helps us protect ourselves from violating our daily drawdown. The number one reason that traders like you and I fail funded challenges is not because we don't know how to trade, not because we don't have the right strategy. It's simply because we hit our daily drawdown, which means that either we're revenge trading, either we just don't know that we're um, close to violating our challenge, but all of that stuff is fixed with this one tool that Blue Guardian has available called the Guardian Protector. You simply go into the back office, you set a dollar amount limit or percentage limit, and this Guardian Protector will stop you from breaching your account. It will disable your account for the day. That means no emotions, no nothing, and you can live to trade another day. Now, when I saw this tool, I said, you know what? This is a prop firm that is leveling the playing field so that we traders can have a good shot at actually passing the challenge to move on to the next stage. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the main reason why I rock with Blue Guardian. Something as simple as that is game changing for the trader that is disciplined, the trader that has a strategy, and the trader that is well prepared to take the challenge. So if that is you, if you're ready, you've been practicing your strategy, you got the data, you've been paper trading, and you are ready then listen, there's no other prop firm that I would recommend than Blue Guardian. On top of the Guardian Protector, you got 
85% payout, which is one of the highest in the industry from day one when you get funded. You also have no restrictions on your trading. You can trade during news. You don't have to set a stop loss. You can hold over the weekend. So many great things with Blue Guardian. So to get 10% off your next challenge, use coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one. You'll get 10% off your next challenge. And there's a link in the description that you can click to get your funded journey started with Blue guardian now let's get back to our interview i think i think i've been blessed with a type of mindset where it's like everything i've ever wanted in life mm -hmm. i've been able to achieve it not because it was handed to me but because i've always found a way like mm -hmm. i don't know how to take no for an answer mm -hmm. so when i hear oh you can't do this you can't have this you're not good enough for this i'm like no nah, there's another way mm -hmm. and it's honestly a blessing and a curse sometimes because sometimes I'm like killing myself working towards something simply because I don't understand how to take no for an answer. But I also wouldn't want to live life any other way because at the end of the day, it's the type of thing that's setting me up to get to the point where I can take care of myself and my family. Mm -hmm. And that's that's obviously the dream is yeah. end goal. I want to put everybody in my family, everybody in my friends, everyone around me, just my circle on top. Yeah. So is Ali your government name? Yeah. Okay, it is. So. Yeah. What's the version of Ali like at ten or fifteen? Um, honestly, when I was like ten, there was no. It was just video games. There was, okay. I wasn't doing too much athletics, like besides school, mm -hmm. uh, recess, like type stuff. And then I started playing soccer really late. I started playing. I started soccer at like twelve years old. Okay. And so this is like honestly where life started to take shape for me. Mm -hmm. Is because I can only imagine, bro. I'm playing with people who have been playing since you know since they could. Touch a ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting like eight years behind them. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, we got it. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. And so I was never the starter. Mm -hmm. I was never the star player. I was never any of these things. But I just kept working, working, working. And I trusted the process. And I went through a lot of times where I blame the coach, blame the shoes, blame this, blame that. And then I realized like, all right, maybe I'm not good. Maybe we need to work harder. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe I am the issue. Mm -hmm. And I really started to put in the work. And consistently, consistently just working, working, working. Like, even when I got to high school, freshman year, it was very tough to make our high school soccer team. Like, played at a Division One school, super strict program. And I, I made it onto the team strictly because of how hard I worked. Mm -hmm. That whole first year, I sat the bench. I didn't play. Like, I played the, the least minutes out of anyone on my team. Mm -hmm. But that summer, or the second season ended, you know, everybody's going on break. Everybody's chilling. And I'm out there working, working, working every single day, every single day, every single day. Come my sophomore year, I'm the school's MVP. Wow. Yeah. So you're what, like 15? Yeah, I was right 15. At this time? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. So you, you were like 15 going to 16. Right. And you're just outworking everybody. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then same thing with track is that year. I mean, tr honestly, I've always been gifted with speed. Mm. Like, I've been fast. But when it came to track, nobody would work harder than me. So wow. I stepped... I remember my first race, my sophomore year, I ran 11.5, which is whatever, you know? And I asked my coach, I was like, hey, what's the school record for the sophomores? Wow. And he goes, he goes, it's 11.19. And I remember looking him dead in the eyes and going, I think I can get that. And in my head, all I was thinking is, how does anybody even run that fast? Mm. But I worked, worked, worked all season. Last race, I break the, the sophomore record. So I have the school record. So now on my wall, I have a nice plaque that says Ali Ahmed school record. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm seeing now how when you got to trading, you were ready to go because you had already created this mindset of 
if I work, if I outwork everybody, I can reach whatever limit. I can break those limits. I can break those barriers. It's like you ever heard of, what's that phrase, like 90 or 100% of gamblers quit right before they win? Absolutely. I mean, three feet from gold, bro. Right there, yeah. So obviously find it funny because they say gamblers, but to me it's like I'm not going to quit then. Mm. Mm. Even even if I had to step away today and come back tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I didn't quit. Yeah. So I've always, always just... I like to say against all odds, you know? So when you meet somebody, right, that's watching you, like me, that's inspired by your content, the things you put out, right? Um, and, you know, they ask that question, bro, like, what's the secret, man? You know what I mean? Like, I've been trying. I'm, I'm man, I'm, I'm, I'm 30 grand in a hole, you know, overall. But I just can't seem to get it. I have some good days, and then it just downhill from there. When you have people come to you and, and they're throwing their heart out, they're throwing their emotions out to you, what do you tell them, bro? It's about believing in yourself and mm-hmm. being accountable. Like at the end of the day, like as much as you love your best friend, your parents, your siblings, whoever it is, you have to hold yourself to the highest level of accountability. Mm-hmm. You have to be your heart, like your hardest critic. You have to push yourself more than anybody could ever push you. Like everybody in my circle gets pushed by me mm. because I know we all have more to give. Because I can see it firsthand. Like, I've finally reached a point where I've seen, like, this might have been where I peaked at. Mm-hmm. But we just kept working. And now my ceiling is up here. And then once I reach that, it's going to be higher and higher. Like, I, I'm, yeah. there's no stopping. So it's like I say, against all odds, bro. I like being the underdog. I like being the guy who people are going to bet against because I'm going to make them go bankrupt. Mm. Because I just can't give up. Like, this, like me, I will never give up. Yeah. I believe in something. I believe God gave me that strength, the will, the desire to keep going. Mm-hmm. And with that purpose, it's like, okay, follow your purpose and how can you fail? I love that, man. So, okay, so talk to me about the journey. So you you obviously don't do IML. How do you get started? How do you start learning? So I started learning. It was some random course. Mm-hmm. I uh, finished the first segment of the course. And like even before the guy started teaching, he said, when you can flip a demo from 3K to 5K, you should go live. I heard a similar story from someone as well that told me the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And so I hop on. He's teaching you the one-minute chart and support and resistance. And so open my demo, one-minute chart, support and resistance, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, whatever. I'm killing it. That's all I could think about. Mm-hmm. I go wake up my parents. Yo, I need to open an account now. <laughs> it's literally like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. So they're like, go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Go wake up my brother. He helps me open an account. How old is your brother? He's at the time. He well, was, yeah, yeah. He was time. 20. He was 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was three years older than you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So he was, or he was about to turn 20. He was 19, mm-hmm. but he was legally old enough to open an account. Yeah. So we opened an account. At this time, I was video editing. Mm. Like, so that's how I made all my money. I have $3,000 in my name. I put them all in. Oh, man. Loan next morning. So what did you do after that? Bro, it was just about, I remember all my friends were like, oh, are you done? I was like, hell no. <laughs> we just getting started. Like, bro, I made I made promises to myself to be living a certain lifestyle, to have X amount of my bank by certain ages, to, to just always push myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I was like, hell no, we're not done. Job's <laughs> not it. finished. We just getting started, bro. You know, I tumbled here, but it's okay. Yeah. You found purpose, man. I was talking to Raul, right? 
and he kind of had a similar story. Like he sold a bike for three grand and that's all he had. And he invested in cues like five day and um, just other courses. But it's like the mentality. And that's the thing for the viewers. Like I want you guys to know that like, that's what we got to gather from these stories. It's the mentality like, yo, I don't care if this is my last. I believe in this. Yeah. I know this can give me far greater than what this little three grand is or what this little 500 is or wherever you guys are right now. Um, so, bro, like those are the nuggets I like to pull out. And that's a similar trait right there, that willingness to take your last, to put it into something that you believe in. Yeah. So you blow the three grand. Are you having a conversation with your brother? Are you having a conversation with your parents? Uh -huh. or, or is all this internally Everybody like processed? tried to ask me like, yo, so what's going on? I was yeah. like, oh, it's going good. It's going good. There you go. Thank you till you make it, huh? Yep. Yep. I didn't want to tell anybody what happened. Uh, my friends kind of knew. Yeah. But nobody like on the outside knew. Bro, my wife always knows when I'm having a bad week. Like, it's like she can see through me. She can see it, bro. It's like, yeah, I can tell. Cause like she's like, yeah, you didn't wake up for London, or you know, I didn't see you in the office, and you just seem to be laying around. Like, bro, when I go on, like, if I have a bad week, I just do nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't even do business. Like, I, like, I do nothing, bro. I don't answer phone calls. I don't do nothing. Like, my mind is like, how can I execute better? Not in terms of wins and losses, but if my execution was horrible, whether I win or lose that trade, it bothers me. Right. You know what I mean? I know exactly. Yeah, bro. So it, it's it's like. Like, I feel you, bro. Like, you just want to just, I can't wait till tomorrow to yeah. redeem myself. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So, okay. So, that happens. When do you get to the point where, okay, I'm catching my rhythm? All right. So, I started catching some rhythm about a year later. Okay. Oh, that's pretty quick, man. Um, And I remember I was, I was like only trading GJ for a while. Doing, you know, support and resistance, fibs, blah, blah, blah. It was October 2021. Mm. I have a really good month. I remember I went 17 and 8. It was the first month I documented. I journaled the whole month and everything. I go 17 and 8. Mm. The next month, everything is blown. And and let me even say this. Mm -hmm. I was, bro, there was a brand new prop firm just came out, right? Yeah. And I took their challenge, passed phase one, passed phase two, 10%, 5%, right? Mm -hmm. I get the 5%. And my genius mind, bro, I decide you know what? Why stop at 5%? Let's really show them I know how to trade. <laughs> yeah. I know, bro. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, you know, I thought, oh, no, I'm actually being evaluated. Yeah. So I'm like, let me show them I really know how to trade. And I keep going, and I blew the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been their first funded trader, bro. Oh, Nobody man. got funded for, like, another 10 days. Wow. And I was like, wow. Like, bro, it was like, mm. it was like 10 minimum days and 5 minimum days. Mm. And bro, on day 15, like I was ready to get funded, but yeah. I, was, I ended up going, nah, let's show them I really know how to trade. And I blew that whole thing. I'm in drawdown on one of my accounts with the funded trader right now because of that mentality, of that validation. I'm happy you brought that up. With you now, you know, social media growing, a lot of buzz, you know, in the trading niche. Um, does, like when you're in trades, does that validation affect you in any way at certain times? Like I'm going for this number or I'm approved to them that I'm that guy. Uh, sometimes, mm. sometimes. I mean, I like, I think my risk rewards are unmatched. Mm. I'd be catching some crazy shit, bro. Mm. So like, obviously I have the signals and all that stuff. And so like, sometimes, you know, I, 
I'm pushing for like a one to twenty five or some sheesh. crazy. Yeah, you on some crazy. Whoa, talk to me. Come and on. We're like, sheesh. We're floating like one to thirteen. Okay. And it reverses, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to close. Like, I'm, mm. I'm going for one to twenty five. So like that. That sometimes you know it can get in the way. Yeah. But, and it's like, bro, like the funny part is people I've never even seen like being up one to six, one to seven, one mm-hmm. to eight, and so they think I'm like crazy like letting this shit slide i'm like no but that's just how i trade Mm. it's about finding a system that's true to yourself true to your soul yeah i like to go and i like to go hard bro wow i like to go big so you take entries like still on the one minute like you go down that low oh yeah big time okay so talk to me about your trading approach i I like to i like to trade like order blocks okay and i like to refine them i think i have like a very unorthodox style of trading like honestly what are order blocks it's honestly just levels of supply and demand Okay. If you really want to break it down, Mm -hmm. people want to say it's like a magic candle, whatever. It's really just a level of supply and demand. It's just like a certain shape or like you just want your body to be looking certain. To me, it's the lowest point, a candle, lowest candle from a break of structure. Okay. So, because I'm trying to visualize this. So, all right, let's say I'm at a zone. Okay. The zone is accumulating, it's consolidating, right? I get a last, you know, let's say bearish push. It wicks out. It still respects the zone, like, but it wicks out. It wicks and out then the, the next candle is like a bullish engulfing. Like, is that something like a order? Like, would an order block be there? No. Nah, so it would have to be like the, you'd have to have essentially structure. Okay. And then it would get broken. So like, imagine you're in an uptrend and mm-hmm. you break to a downtrend, right? Okay. Now you're getting the pullback mm-hmm. into that zone. Mm-hmm. It would be like the last, like the very first candle that started the move to break that whole structure. Ah. Okay. And you'll zone that up. Exactly. Okay. And then I'll start refining it down to lower time frames mm. and then wait for essentially the same move to happen on a lower time frame. So now it's like, let's say I, I have a daily break of structure mm-hmm. and then and then it's refined all the way down to the minute one, right? There go that one to 25. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm, I'm sharing the same stop loss as the daily so I can share the same t- uh, take profit, but my entry is just way better. Way, it's like, so as soon as you get that shift of structure on the one minute, yeah. it's go time. Exactly. Sheesh, okay. Yeah. How often are you seeing setups like that though? Uh, bro, I mean, I can I can pinpoint a setup almost every day, mm-hmm. but I don't essentially, t- it doesn't mean I take them. I really like to wait for like the daily setups. Mm-hmm. Um, and those ones take me, sometimes I'll get two, three a week. Mm-hmm. And then I also have intraday moves I'll take. But like I'll go hard, like I'll go really hard on a if I have a daily order block that's refined like exactly to the T how I want it. Mm-hmm. I'll take those, bro. I'll put twenty percent on the line on that one. You know, like, yeah. I'll go hard. Yeah. Okay. So what's your normal risk? Like on a trade that's like a iffy. Like what would you uh, risk on like that? Probably ten. Like ten percent account. Yeah. Okay. Because if you think about it, right, when you're trading, like people always like to call me crazy or some for saying that. Uh huh. It's like okay, bro, you trade a funded account. You can only lose ten percent of that account. So Correct. if you're risking one percent, that's a tenth of what you can lose. So Correct. You're really risking ten percent. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like when I do challenges, I always if I'm doing hundred k, which I typically do those. Yeah. Um, like those are typically where my accounts are. I will only trade that account based on ten k. So exactly. It, you know, if I'm risking one percent, it's only going to be one percent of the ten k. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not of a hundred thousand. That's exactly. just a facade. Exactly. You know what I mean. Which is a whole nother story. But anyway, um, so talk to me about like how has prop firms played a part in your journey? Oh, super helpful. Okay. Super, super, super helpful. So I didn't have obviously all the capital in the world to put into an account, um, 
And so I managed to get funded a couple times. But the first time it really stuck was when I was funded with Fortunes Funding mm -hmm. earlier this year. Um, right off the bat, I had 100K funding, smashed a 30K day. Wow. First day. Sheesh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it was sick. You wasn't playing. Nah, nah. You came ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 30K day. Boom. Let the account sit. Withdrew in my stuff. Mm. Up next, I got like two more accounts. Um, I lost one of the accounts, and then now I have 200K left. Because I was doing 100Ks. Mm -hmm. And I have two separate 100Ks. 23K, 23K. Boom. 46K in a day. Boom. Boom. Locked that in. That is it. Sheesh. Withdraw. And then from there, I started putting money into my own accounts. And then uh, this August, it was nuts, bro. My boy Ethan wanted to get into trading. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Ethan. Yeah. What's going on, Ethan? What's up, bro? All right. And so I tell him, come through, you know, come over, whatever. And uh, I put 5K in an account. Mm -hmm. and just in a personal account. I was like, let's see what I can do. First day, 5K to 17K. Second day, 17K to 40K. Boom. 40K to 100K. Come on. Three days. Sheesh. So I flipped 5K to 131K in front of my boy within three days. His life was changed forever. Bro, he, he hasn't stopped. Like every single Sheesh. day since then, he's been on the charts. Seeing is believing, bro. Yeah. That is crazy. So all of, okay. So this was in August of this year. Yeah, yeah. That's, so this is recent, recent. Yeah, yeah. Kobe day, bro. 824. I'll never forget that. Man. That's crazy. So was the market trending heavy like I what mean, was bro, going I, on i was bro. trading like is it the same i was trading my pair? style mixed with fundamentals yeah i was trading literally it was just eu and gu i took just both of those so you're not even touching indices this is straight forex oh yeah Currency i rarely pair. touch indices which people wow. i think is kind of you know crazy i i just bro to me currency pairs are my holy grail like i trade every single currency pair all 27 major crosses or whatever mm -hmm. um i trade them yeah all right so talk to me about how do you incorporate the fundamentals? Because the fundamentals is the news data, right? Right, right? Okay. Yeah, so talk to so me about that. I kind of, it's going to sound like kind of contradicting. Uh-huh. Sometimes I, I simply don't give a f <laughs> I leave them the f*** out. Um, but there's also this book I read that was recommended to me by someone. Uh, it's called The Art of Currency Trading by Brent Donnelly. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me like understand how to digest the data. Mm -hmm. And so what I like to see is like a couple news releases that are coming back like back to back in an order and use them essentially to guide each other mm. so like i'll watch what happened as the reaction to this one i'll study also the past releases and see what's expected to come out where price is trending sometimes like sometimes you have to look at if it's too obvious like if everybody knows this is going to happen do you it, think like that yeah bro really let me tell you so you know how bitcoin has been booming recently oh yeah I knew so my dad goes, Is it time to hop in? And I'm like, nah, the second you said that, I knew it wasn't. Because mm. you're an outsider, you're a complete outsider. And I knew it because my aunt, my aunt Misty, who has nothing to do with trading at all. Shout out, Auntie. <laughs> what's going on? She asked me, Hey, uh, what do you think of Bitcoin? I was thinking about buying it. Mm. And so I instantly knew. I was like, nah, then you know? The, yeah. The trap is coming. Mm. We're gonna get the drop. And then and then I'll get in. Yeah. But the second everybody starts thinking, oh, maybe I should get in, maybe I should get in, maybe I should get in, it's already too late. I know Man. this because I went through that. That's smart. <laughs> you know, when crypto was first booming, that's when I first started trading and uh -huh. I lost a ton of money there. Wow. Yeah.
So you look at the market that way sometimes. Like when you see certain news data yeah, coming yeah. out. And Where then are we you, priced in at? You know? mm, okay. It's a different level of thinking. Okay. So funded accounts really just took off. You yeah, know, just just, just crazy. I love what you said. And, you know, if you guys listening, definitely catch that. I've been talking about that for the longest. That's what made me sustain and get consistent payouts. You know, when I was with my Forex funds was that I would get a payout. Don't like, I mean, I'll go into profit. Don't touch it. Yeah. Wait for the payout. Get it. Reset and just keep going that way. Exactly. Um, so it's crazy that you said that because that is like how you get the better end of the deal, exactly. basically. Yeah. Um, so what are your goals now? So you just took 5K to 131K. Insane. Congratulations, by the way. Thank That's you, like a lot of times we talk numbers and I think like Forex can become like this virtual, like simulated world. And us people that look from the outside in, like we can look at another person's flip and say, oh, he just did that to a, 100k oh but that person did this to a million but bro let's not like do you have a hundred thousand in your bank account you know what i mean <laughs> exactly. so let's not like skate over that yeah, that's yeah. a huge thing right there right um but what's next for you like what are your goals with trading uh my goals for trading honestly for this next journey like this next phase mm -hmm. has been just almost cutting back a little i want to so i i gave everything Mm. You know, these last three years and it was very public it was very out there and now i'm getting to the point where it's almost like i need a little bit of a breather mm. you know which i feel like isn't talked about enough um come on and so like mentally this industry is very you know it's very it can be very challenging why um, why because there's just so many ups and downs so many things you go through even just as like being a mentor or a trade influencer like there's times where people it to the point where they're requiring you to make decisions for them like wow. that's the way their brain is thinking like bro i've seen this like you know having a signal room having a free discord having a free course out there stuff like that is like people want you to make decisions for them and they don't want to make the decisions and so to me that was like where i started to feel like okay something needs to change a little bit and the style I approach things because I want to create people who can become independent. Mm -hmm. I want to give people the opportunity to change their lives. I don't want to create a dependency on myself mm. like, to these people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want them to depend on me. I want them to, to look at me and be like, I can do that. I can go even bigger. I don't think we should ever limit where we go, mm -hmm. especially like, oh, I want to do what this guy did. No, bro. Aim to go better. Yeah. yeah Aim I to like be that. the best version of yourself. Mm. Keep going, man. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> that's good. You know what I mean? Like, I just think there's a lot that we have to go through and face, and and it's all about growing. So now, like, I'm honestly, I'm trying to spend a lot more time with my family. I like it. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to start my own family. I, I was going to ask you, man. So on this podcast, people always say I try to get people married and stuff like that. You know, I try <laughs> to force people to marry. I don't, but I'm just interested. So um, you obviously grew up with both of your parents. Right. Yes. Um, how has that impacted you and your view on where you want to see your life go. So growing up is funny because well, I, I couldn't get along with my dad. Mm. Same my life for a couple of years. Like when I was maybe 13 to maybe even like 17 or 18, mm -hmm. I always clashed heads with him. Wow. Always. I was like, man, this guy's my biggest op. <laughs> 
was like, this guy just just wants me to fail. But honestly, like over the last two years, when I really started to grow, I saw everything my dad did for me in a whole different light. Mm. Like my hero. Wow. My savior, bro. Like I and I look at some of the things he did not. I'm like, man, this guy is my biggest inspiration. Well, my dad came to this country with nothing. Mm. So he came to this country with absolutely nothing, took care of, he, his father had passed away, mm-hmm. um, and his mom was back in Egypt, and he had four siblings. And mm-hmm. He was financially supporting all of them while he's literally just working at a gas station out here trying to, you know, make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And so, like, stuff, hearing stuff like that and seeing where I'm at, like, the, the opportunity my father has blessed me with and also my mother for raising me and taking care of me and everything and my siblings for being there and guiding me. Like, I'm like, how can I not succeed? Like, how could I How could I take advantage of this? How could I set this aside, bro? That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? And so it's like, shout out my pops. Like, Hey, dad, honestly. man, come on. We got to give a round of applause for dad. Come on, man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I am a dad. You know, I have two little ones. My wife's pregnant now. And um, thank you, bro. So um, hearing how you just spoke about your dad, that's why I am building a legacy because I want my kids to have that conversation one day about me you know what I mean because that's what it's about bro and like I just want to let you know like your dad is super proud of you bro like I can imagine the bragging he does about (laughs) you you know what I mean because I understand like as a dad a child doesn't understand discipline when it's being done you know what I mean um and a lot of times it comes off as anger and hate, right? But when you get to the point where you can realize the opportunity and the guidance and w- how much they believed in you, um, it's just surreal, bro. It's surreal. So hearing you say that, man, like that's powerful, bro. That's powerful because very few people have the opportunity to actually say I was loved by my parents. You know, it's always one or the other, right? Yeah. And so for you to have that is is amazing, man. And so um so are you dating no nah, no nah, not right now no okay can't we, can, we can't find the one you know? okay okay you know nothing wrong with that um but you do want to have a family you do want to be married one day yeah yeah i uh you know obviously like it's funny because mm-hmm. i you know it's not like i was always very well known in high school whatever um but there was definitely a nice energy shift we saw from a lot of people mm-hmm. when the money started being made because obviously I was posting on Instagram, doing all this stuff. Now I'm gaining the followers. And a couple <laughs> months later, the blue check rolls in, you know? like. <laughs> and so it was funny because, like, yeah, part of it got to my head at one point. Mm-hmm. I can't lie, bro. I mean, I was going out. I was going on dates, uh, having fun. I thought I had, like, the entire world at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when I finished that. when I when I, Bro, when I flipped 5K to 100K, I was like, man, I'm really that guy. Like, Yeah, yeah. I was like... <laughs> Everything is here, like, and and uh, I got to a point where I realized like none of it was fulfilling me, you know. That's powerful, bro. That I hope everybody's listening here. You dropping gems like just subtly, bro. Like like real talk. I hope everybody's paying attention to this. You can ha- like this this thing we're chasing. It never ends. And you get to a point where you really realize that in it's in the money, in the 
the whatever you're into, the houses, the boats, whatever, the cars, the jewelry, whatever you're into, the women. In that, there is no real satisfaction because it never stops. It's always something yeah. else until all of us as individuals figure out what is this tool for? Because the money is just a tool exactly, to get you to the thing that will fulfill you. Exactly. So it could be giving back. It could be starting a family, building a legacy. Whatever God's will for your life is, the money is a tool to fulfill that, right? So that's powerful. Yeah, like honestly, it was led, like I'm telling you, I had the craziest months of my life where finally like everything I had dreamed of before, like anything I wanted, I purchased. Uh, any Anything I could imagine of, anywhere I wanted to go, I flew out to. Any Anywhere I wanted to eat, I went to go eat at. Yeah. Anyone I wanted to take out, I took out. Like, it, it was just so easy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I earned this. I worked hard for it. And I appreciate that I worked hard for it. And honestly, like, after a while, it was just like, it was almost like, who was I? Mm. You know? And I felt like we just kind of lost sight. Like, I stopped looking at my purpose, and I was so caught up in material. And it, it was just something that, I really had to take a step back from like, mm. it really hurt me for a while and uh and i decided like all right money is cool like i'm making great amounts of it thank god but like how can we use this to help other people mm. and then that's like when i dropped the free course and uh and i, I don't even like to speak on charity like mm. that i do because i feel like it's you know it's just like oh i, I don't want to brag about charity i've done but yeah honestly i put a lot of my money to use to help like other people out there, which I think is very important. What's one thing you've done, man? I know you don't want to, but I'm asking you. Um, like for example, I built like eight wells, like for people to access clean water. Really? Yeah, Where? Yeah. Uh, in Egypt. Wow, yeah. man, that come on, bro. <laughs> Let's go, man. That's dope, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Um, wow. It's just like simple stuff like that, where like feeding like people, or you know, I just I'm trying to create something where I can help other people. Like that's really like where I see this this next phase of my life is, is like, how can I connect better with my family? How can I connect better with, with people around the world and help people out there? So like, I've honestly dialed back off the like social media influencer stuff. And I've just became more of like, who do I want to be? Mm. You know, like this influencer stuff will always be there mm -hmm. because it's not, a, it's not, I mean, obviously it's about how much money you make and your skill set, whatever, but it does come down to personality. Yeah. And so like, if my personality, if I don't feel like myself, then what's the point of portraying myself out there? Mm -hmm. And so now it's about just connecting with family better, being out there more, and finding the right things, like finding the right people to fill my life with. And um, throughout the journey, there's nothing that I regret mm -hmm. in terms of how much I put myself in. I mean, I applied myself. I worked so hard for everything I've done. Yeah, I don't regret that at all. But if there was one thing that I could focus on, I think it would just be kind of the relationships I had with people across mm -hmm. the journey. Um, because at one point, some of them got a little strained. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but everything happens for a reason. It like does. I, I had relationships go south. I had uh, friendships, like, not go south, but we weren't seeing each other as much and stuff like that. And so, to a certain extent, that had to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to dial in. I had to really become myself, become a lone entity and learn how to be myself so I can grow and expand and create something bigger than me, mm -hmm. which is just what I feel like I'm accomplishing and I will always keep pushing towards. Yeah.
Man, that's so good. That's so good. Um, before we get out of here, um, if you could just drop some type of motivation for somebody that is they're in a position, and I want to specify this person. They're in a position where they need change. They need change in their life. And it could be from trading. It could be from a career shift, whatever it may be, bad relationship. But somebody that is where you said, like, you're figuring out that there's more than just what you're currently doing. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person that feels inside that they need to make a shift? They need to change. Like, what type of motivation would you give them? I think God gives us these feelings inside of us mm -hmm. because we have to go chase something bigger. So no matter who you, you talk to or explain it to, they don't have that feeling inside of them. You were chosen to get that feeling inside of you for a certain reason. And I think you have to put 100% of your resources towards chasing that. Mm. Like I remember, bro, back in June, talking to Tori, talking to James, and uh, telling them like, Man, I feel like something is literally pulling my chest, bro. Like ripping out of, you know, just yanking me like this. Like I have to go get more. Mm. And they both tried giving me some advice. But there was a certain point where I realized like this feeling is inside me, mm -hmm. not inside them. And then, bro, and then from that moment is when I started going ape shit on training. Mm. Like I did like 5K to 50K. And then after that, I did 5K to 131K. And then after that, honestly, I chilled out just a little bit. And then I got funded like 400K, like... Because I was like, why not? Like that's even even just for a while, I was kind of downplaying the funded talk. Um, but then I was like, it cost me two thousand dollars to get forty k. If you really think about it, that's how you got to think about it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's like kind of a money glitch, you know? Um, stuff like that. But yeah, I think you have to to dump one hundred percent of your resources towards chasing your purpose and really understanding this is me. This is what I'm out to do, and I have to completely follow that. Mm. My man. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Ali Trays in the building, man. Thank you, brother. And Appreciate let everybody you, know all your socials, YouTube, Instagram, and anything you got going on that can benefit somebody that connected with your journey and wants to just kind of see more of what you're doing and what you got going on. Right, yeah. So we have YouTube, which is at Ali Trades, A-L-L-I Trades. I'm sure you'll put it in the description. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yep. Um, they be killing right, me about I mean, that too, bro. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they be killing y'all. Be killing me about everything. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Instagram, Ollie trades. The YouTube is Pip and Dip because that's like my trading brand. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I have the free course, which is on WAP. For now, I don't know. Maybe one day it'll change, but yeah, it's on WAP. Which you guys can everything you can find in my Instagram bio. My free Telegram is another place to to connect. My free Discord. It's just like communities I'm setting up for traders out there to connect with each other. Oh, and sorry. uh <laughs> and just like overall help each other out love it man thank you brother thank course, you bro. i appreciate course, you man yeah. appreciate you bro and uh ladies and gentlemen it's your boy calvin a new trader forex beginner podcast ali trades is in the building listen we look forward to running into you at the bank one day but you cannot meet us there you got to beat us there when i pull up to the bank you should already be walking out duffel bag on your shoulder big smile on your face that's our way of saying we believe that all of us are going to be successful till next time god bless you stay blessed and uh, i'll catch you next time peace